welcome back to time sync or welcome to your first time i say that every time don't i when i say welcome back yeah you do this is episode 121 nice i'm co-host right i'm Aldi. i was gonna say the same thing i was gonna say like yeah it's nice backwards forward and backwards Woo. and i'm hamza let's get this party started Woo. it's also 11 squared Ooh. <laughs> i can't wait till episode uh what would it be 1002 no no Oh my god, we're at 100 episodes. Too many episodes. Uh, <laughs> Man, you even episode 144. 12 squared. Well, no, I was thinking like, because I remember when I was uh, in math class, I'd get bored very easily. And I remember like, oh, 11 squared is 121. One. I was like, oh, what is 11 cubed? It was some ugly number. I was like, oh, but what's 111 squared? And that's 12321. Two, so it counts up and down. Beautiful. And then 1111 times 1111 is 1234321. I was trying to figure out what the next one would be. Classic, classic math class. Classic. You're in a math class. You're like, I don't want to be here. So we had some follow-up. Last time we talked about New Jeans, an up-and-coming K-pop group, girl group. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how they're doing pretty good, pretty amazing, you know, and we're confused why they're doing so well. But, you know, that's because we don't know that much about the scene, right? That's true. That's true. 100%. So... I made some mistakes last time. Let's talk about that first. Did you did you mess up, Hamza? Have I been misinforming the people around me talking about new jeans, relaying no the information way. you told me? You made a big mistake, Amoldi. You have to you have to tell them everything's wrong. No, okay. So it just it was just a few it was just a few mistakes. Uh, I have it written down here. So basically, one thing I said was, I called. I said new jeans doing really well because they did something called girl crush, which is like an idea that you know you're supposed to have a crush on them kind of deal. It's a style of. Girl yeah, style group. of yeah, style of girl group type of music. Well, that's totally wrong. That's not really what girl crush means. Oh, so, really? I had a reverse. Did you just did you just hear the name and just assume what it meant? Is yes. that what happened? Yes, yes, that that is what happened. But okay, what girl what girl crush really means, and why New Jeans are doing so well is because they're not doing girl crush. So okay, so you got it completely norm. backwards. Yeah, I had it backwards. Completely backwards. All right. But I had the idea correct. Just the name was wrong. So here's the deal. So Girl Crush is kind of like a, a style of like, um, you know, like I'm a baddie. Like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm the baddest in the house. You know, I'm like, it's kind of arrogant, but it's also like, you know, I'm, you want to be like me. Like, look at me. I'm amazing. That kind of style. So less cutesy. Yeah. Not, not very cutesy, but more, you know, female empowerment. And that's kind of what it is. Like, you know, that's how it feels. Would edgy be the right word? Yeah, sure. I think Edgy would work too. Okay. And there's a lot of groups that got really famous using Girl Crush. It's called Girl Crush. I why is that called Girl Crush? And we'll do. Because they crush I, you. I don't know. I think it's supposed to be like the girls have a crush on them. Like it's a girl crush. Oh. As in, as in like they want to be I don't like think them. So. They want I'm to pretty be. Sure that's wrong. They want to be like them. Okay. Hamza, you're zero for one right now. So I'm gonna assume whatever you're assuming now is wrong. It's zero for one. But yeah. Okay. But here's here's the deal. So Blackpink got really famous by doing Girl Crush, or they're very famous now because they're doing Girl Crush. And we talked about the awards last time about New Jeans and how they beat a lot of awards and they're just they're just debuted a couple months ago. How are they doing so well? But we said we noticed that one of the awards they didn't win Best Female Group for that you know type of award, but they did win like yeah. Best Debut Group or whatever. And how come they didn't win the Best Female Group then? Well, we we did say like oh maybe it's because. Uh... You know, you can be new and good, but you're not as good as the the older ones. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the one, but the group that won was Ive, and Ive was also very new, doing like a year or two years old or something. It's not that old. 
Okay, interesting. That's okay. And it turns out that I've is was the way that it works, at least as far as I've heard, is oh no, the girl group start cutesy. So they're cute, and they're because they're younger. Also, they're younger, so they they act cute. You know, they wear this kind of cuter stuff, and people are like, oh, okay, we want to be like them. But then they jump into girl crush, and they kind of combine those elements, and they feel like, okay, now we're older, we're more empowered, that kind of deal. Okay. So I've did that exactly. They kind of combine girl crush and a cutesy nature, and that's why they're really that's why they're really popular. Okay, got it. New Jesus, I guess that kind of makes sense. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's what I've heard. New Jeans at right, right now is its phase where it's, you know, just cutesy. Okay. So it's doing really, really well because people, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a change from being Girl Crush all the time. But are you saying that's why they didn't win the award? Like, what does the award have to do with it? Yeah, that, that, that is what I'm saying. So maybe, maybe I've, this is just speculation. I don't know exactly why, but speculation is I won the award because they kind of combined both elements and they had a longer running time. So people like those styles. But New Jeans is newer and they have the cutesy type but they don't have that girl crush type yet. Maybe they'll get it later on. Maybe they won't. I mean, I don't really know. I think you're kind of assuming that the award for debut group versus best female group are kind of different then. Because like, if they're both young, when we debut, maybe they're not young enough to yeah. be debut. Yeah, I think debut, debut is must like be very first young. year. Yeah, or something like that. Like very recent. Okay. Also, we noticed we are talking about our bias in yeah. new jeans, oh. right? We Do, you remember your bias Do you remember uh, your bias? I'll recognize the name when I hear it. I think yours. Again, was, you, I, I think yours was Heron or something. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, my was Minji, and there was one girl's name whose, whose name was Danielle. And yeah. we're kind of like, wow, that's very kind of a different name because they're all Korean names, but Danielle's more like yeah. a. Oh. So she is Australian or she's Korean. She's Australian Korean. No, she's Korean Australian. Okay, hold on. So, okay, pick, pick she one. She lived pick in Australia. One, and then I'll she's tell a you. Korean that lived in Australia. That oh, moved okay. to Korea to join the K-pop industry. So family originally from Korea moved to Australia. She grew up in Australia, then moved back to Korea. To get into K-pop, yes. Okay, interesting. And apparently this is very common. I didn't know this was very common, especially from Australia, but also common in other facets where they go back to Korea to join into the K-pop industry. I guess it makes sense, but I never How it. young? I don't know the details about that. I'm kind of curious to know, like, does she have an Australian accent if she speaks English? That's a great question. I haven't listened to any interviews or anything. Or does she, like, I assume she's fluent in English, at least. I assume maybe, maybe multiple of them are probably fluent in English. But, you know, if she grew up, grew up in an English-speaking country, her English would be on a different level than someone who learned it as a second language. God, now I'm very curious. Yeah, I really right. want to know, like, how how Australian-Korean is she versus, like, Korean-Australian, whatever you said, you know? So, this, so this, this is very interesting because it actually... It actually brings to the next point. Well, first of all, also twice, by the way, another famous girl group. They were also famous because they were cutesy and fresh. And they're really famous right now, too. So that's that's one thing. But back to the English stuff. So it's interesting that she speaks English, too, because apparently when K-pop songs are in English, they do really well. Like when they have English lyrics, you mean? English lyrics. Mm-hmm. So I can see that. This was, this was BTS saw this when they did um english only singles by the way english only like no korean for like permission to dance dynamite and butter they wanted that to win the grammy so they did it in english dynamite is like really popular even i've heard of it before it's all in english it doesn't make sense as in like it doesn't have like it doesn't make much sense but it has english stuff thrown in there like there's lyrics in dynamite that says like king kong grab my gun and rock and roll like it doesn't make sense but you know it's like okay so like as a grammatical sentence it goes nowhere (laughs) Like, it's okay. Like, I mean, maybe you can make sense of it, but it's kind of like they're just throwing big hip 
things that you know Americans are known for, and they're throwing that in English. Like, yeah, we know what that is kind of deal, right? Okay, I see, I see. Uh, but apparently RM, who's one of the who produced a lot of BTS songs, and he's one of the singers, I think. He said that he was a little uh interested with their fan base, which is called Army, that they happened to like the all English songs more. They got they had, but they didn't have any meaning. He like he write he like, he like writing songs with more meanings and metaphors and stuff. And he write that in Korean because he's better at Korean, right? But he was a little upset or a little bit like surprised that the songs that with no meaning but they were more catchy or poppy, I guess they were way more popular than the ones with the, the things they spent a lot more time on. Dude, this is totally gonna end with some Korean group making a song that sounds English but isn't English at all. Like the Italian guy, one hundred percent. This is where this is going. There's no way it's not. But you know, I I don't I don't know. It's kind of hard to say that because maybe they're they're also growing and they did this near the end of their, like near the end of their run, I guess if you will. And they were already really popular. So maybe it's just because their popularity grew a lot and their those songs just became more popular because they were. No, oh, just end, a right? correlation. Not yeah, a yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, and lastly, we also talked about One Direction. So just a quick thing, we talked about how no one knows. Did what we get that wrong too. No, I oh, didn't no, get it wrong, but I have up. more details. Okay. I have okay, more okay. details. Yeah. So apparently Zayn Malik does still make, produce, and release music, but he doesn't promo it at all. Okay, interesting. And he says because he has a lot of uh, social anxiety, he doesn't perform it live or in public either. That's interesting because, you know, kind of you're kind of... <laughs> Nisa from America's I, I, I could have sworn most musicians make money. Maybe the singers. Maybe I'm mistaking musician with singer. Don't they usually get a lot more money from performances than they do from the actual sale of like physical media or from streaming? I could just want like a lot of them make a lot of their money from concerts. That's where the most of the money comes from. That's interesting. I guess what makes sense why they do it. I think then? it's because like your producers and the label just take such a huge cut. And maybe you can sell a lot of merch at those concerts. I don't know. Maybe. Harry Styles is probably like we said last time. He's most popular. I think he still is the most popular one uh, like in the modern day. And he's, he sells out of stadiums. He's still really big. Maybe not as big as back when he was in One Direction, but he's still really big. And then there's Louis, who has a small cult following. People really like him still, but he doesn't release that many music. Niall, he released a bunch of stuff in the beginning, like a bunch of albums and whatnot. But he doesn't do anything right now because apparently he's not as good looking. I don't know. Uh, he has drama. I know. I, I don't know. Ooh. Liam, uh, he says some questionable things on social media. So maybe, you know... Uh, doesn't produce that many albums, more singles. That I guess that's all I can say about that. Also, remember when we saw New Jeans? You said, "Oh, it's, it's like a it's like a rabbit picture, right, or something." Like you said, "Yeah, like, yeah, it's some sort of animal." It's because their fandom name is called Bunny. Wouldn't the logo have come first before the fandom? I think I think they create the fandom name. Like the K-pop groups themselves create the fandom name. Sometimes I don't know if this. I maybe this is more the case modern. Like if we made a if we made a if we made a Korean pop group, I guess like we're not in Korean, mm-hmm. but if we did somehow, then we would make our own group, but we call them like the the sinkers or the timers, you know, I don't know, something like that, please right? Stop talking, please. <laughs> I was um, gonna say, like, I, I was gonna say, ignoring the whole like K-pop scenario, it's like, I can kind of see that happening for some things. Like, I know some podcasts, like, or just you know, YouTube channels and stuff. The creator of the thing might just kept constantly referred to the audience by a nickname, and then that gets adopted as like the name for the community and stuff. That's pretty common. But then sometimes the community themselves just come together and agree on a name. Yeah, but look at look at Michael from Vsauce. He always calls us Vsauce, right? So there you go. We're I guess we're the Vsaucers. I guess that's true. Yeah, it, that's weird. He says, "Hey Vsauce, Michael here." Even though the channel is Vsauce. So I guess technically we're bunnies, um, because we we're we're part of the fandom. So there you go. Oh, All are right. we now? All right. oh, okay, so now I have to say because uh, I did find out where the logo is from. Oh, first I should say we I did I did my homework assignment. I listened to the songs. Good job. 
I actually listened to all of them because there's only like two others that we. That you said you, you said listen to OMG, Cookie, and Hype Boy. And no, like two I others. said OMG, Ditto, and Hype Boy. Oh, sorry, Ditto. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And the other two I listened to just because they were. Damn, we really uh, are bunnies. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but first, before that, I asked the sister about like with the logo. Like I've seen this logo before. Where have I seen this goddamn bunny? And so, and now it's like it's so obvious to hear the answer. Like, ah, oh, of course, it's because the sister listens to them. She oh, listens to them. And when we're driving somewhere and I look at the dash, it has the album art. And the album art is just that bunny, usually in different st- like a different color scheme, but it's the same drawing at the end of the day. And like, that's it. That's 100% where that bunny is from. So you already heard their songs. I, that's the thing. When I went to go listen to the songs, like, I know I've heard all of these before already. I've heard all of them before. I've heard some of them way more than others because I just prefer some over others, I guess. In fact, one of them I didn't even recognize at all. I think, I think Attention was the one I didn't recognize at all. But the other four, like I recognize, like I've heard these before, and I can I can say with one hundred percent honesty now. I called it. Uh, they're okay songs. They're not bad. I would listen to them like in a car ride with my sister or when somebody puts them on. I would never put them on myself. They're just not for me. So I had I had a similar experience where I had I didn't realize this, but I also had heard the song before, or at least part of the song. I was like, whoa, wait, I've heard this before. And of course, it's if there's a popular girl group, all of a sudden you're gonna hear the songs most likely. But I heard them from TikTok. So like like I heard them like in the background of TikToks. That's also a very common thing, yeah. And so okay, so you basically decide that you will never you will never add this to your playlist, and you will never turn the song on yourself. Like okay, I'm going for a walk or something. I want to listen to a song. You'll never put this song on. Yeah, any no, of songs. none of them. I'm really surprised by that. Really interesting. Yeah, have I'm really surprised. Just, by have that, you heard like, the music oh, I listen to? Remember when you asked me my favorite songs were? And you listen to them, and then you reported back like these are some weird music. I don't understand this at all. No, that's fine and all, but I just feel like yeah, they must they must really like they don't even hit the boundary to hit, get in your playlist or anything. It's like that's I'm very of... picky about that. That's the thing. I'm very picky. My sister knows this. She hates it. But like the thing is like I have like songs that I really like, and then I have like a list of songs where like okay, I'll put this on like if I'm in a car ride with my sister or something like something that everyone else can enjoy too. This I don't think would even make it on that list. It definitely okay. wouldn't make it on the personal favorites, but like even on the list of like, oh, I put this on so that everyone else can have a good time listening to my music too. I don't think I put it there either. I don't like it. I don't like it enough even to make it there. None of the songs. None of them. But if someone else put them on, I wouldn't ask for them to like change the song. Like, oh, the song sucks. I wouldn't do that either. Do you have a favorite song of any of these five? Any of you're like, okay, this one is clearly better than all the other ones. Oh, I like Ditto. But Ditto is the one that I can actually like recall what it sounds like in my head. Okay, same with me. I was gonna say because for some reason Ditto is way better than me compared to the, compared to the rest. Although Hype Boy, when I first listened to Hype Boy, I was like, eh, doesn't sound that good. Hype Boy is probably like, second for me. Yeah, but then after listening to a couple more times, I was like, wait, actually not that bad. <laughs> but here's how it works for me, right? Uh, a lot of K-pop songs, K songs, if you will, I I listen to them and that's I'm not like, a real term, is it? No, I need to know. Okay, no. good, good. A lot of these songs, I listen to them and I don't find them to be amazing. Like, they're good. I, again, I, I can understand they're good. They're pop, and they're good. But I don't find them to be like, wow, they're really great. But then after you listen to them a couple times, it, they get better. And uh, I think that's maybe Isn't what that it is like for me. like with a lot of songs? You listen to them more often, uh, they get better? That's, that's me with every single Gorilla song. Other two, a Gorilla song, like, it's all right. And then, like, three li- re-listens afterwards, or three re-listens afterwards, I love them. Yeah. So, for me, too, for New Jeans, I mean, these songs are pretty good in that sense. In my opinion, like, I don't have the same list that you do. What I have is any song that I even remotely enjoy, uh, I will just dump it into a music playlist. Oh, no, if, I can't do that. If the song is if the song is really really good, like I think it's really good, then I'll try my best to forget about it. And that's just kind of how it works, right? Yeah, you do this. I find it super freaky. 
and weird. Would you do this? But like, I like this song too much. I can't listen to it as much. Yeah, I I do this with because uh, okay, here's how I started. Right, like, I was like, okay, when you're when you listen to a song a lot, you start losing the feeling of it being amazing. You can start getting like desensitized to the song. You're like, oh, it was 100%. great, but it doesn't. Yeah, it totally doesn't feel as good. So I had this policy where I was like, okay, if I like this song a lot, I'm just gonna. Try. You can try to limit yourself, but let's be honest, you're not gonna be able to limit yourself that easy. So what I do is I don't put it in any playlist, and I try not to listen to it, and I try to forget about. It. Literally try to forget about it. Like what was the song? The other song? I kind of vaguely remember some of these songs, but I don't really exactly know what their names are. I can't really search it up. And That's the point so of that, weird. the point, but the point of it is when I when I will most likely listen to it in the wild somehow it'll give me that feeling of oh yeah that song it was a great song and you get that feeling of enjoyment and uh for me that's that's like good enough so there are very few select songs that follow that okay yeah i can i can understand where you're coming from because i'm the exact opposite where if i find a song i like and i will w- willingly listen to it until i'm tired of it yeah which is why i'm constantly running out of songs i like a lot because i'll just listen to the same three so- i'll find a new song i find a new song on repeat for a day just non-stop and then I'm sick of it. Then I b- jump to something else. So I, that's why I was kind of hoping I would at least like one of these songs. If not, just because it's another song and I can add to my personal liked songs list. But also because I thought it could work as like a gateway into another genre of music that would give me much more options to find songs I like in. But didn't work out. You can try other uh, K-pop Like you can try BTS songs or other songs that are really popular. I could, but want. I was kind of hoping this would like be like a like an easy guide to follow sort of thing. Like, this can be, like, my first step in and slowly expand out from there instead of just grabbing wildly at the air. No, that's what I say. You can look for the top ones uh, for the for the Korean. You don't have to look You don't have to look randomly for Korean songs. To look for the top ones, the top K-pop songs. And, uh, I mean, you use a girl group. Girl groups have different, the- different themes and feels and guy groups, generally. So maybe that's one of those things, too, you know? Um, but anyway, so I would say... Maybe I should go for Girl Crush, you know? Maybe, maybe that's the problem. Then listen to some um, Blackpink songs. You know, for me, I, I don't know. I, I listen. I listen to them. I listen to Blackpink song. Like, it's called "How You Like That." Like one of these songs. And th- there's like. I know a song that is. You said it, and like I instantly like, heard. I heard it in my head. I know. I, I know exactly what song that I, is. I like the song is good. It's very catchy, but I don't know if I would listen to it in a very for a very long time. Like it's like it's good. I can admit that it's good. I can admit it's great. But maybe I don't know if I would want to listen to. It. I want to keep listening to it, kind of deal. We had a, we sat down. We had a civilized conversation. About K-pop. I like it. Yeah, who knows? Might come back in the future, question mark. How did you end up on the topic list again? So, Muldip, you, you, what? how did it end up, actually? I, I, okay, for those at home, we have flying on the topic list, and we're going to talk about our experiences flying, like taking airplanes and stuff, not actually I driving spoiled them it, or anything. Dude. Spoiled it? All right. <laughs> But like I'm trying to recall how it ended up on there because I remember I was complaining and then you, you said stop talking you wrote it down but I don't remember what the hell happened. I don't oh, remember, I remember yeah. now. I remember now. We're talking about how I was my original plan was to get some work done on the on a flight that I was on recently, and then the second I got on the flight I remembered how much I hate flying. Okay, and wait, how, wait. So, and and when Willie said that I was like, oh, okay. And immediately I'm writing it down because this is a great topic for the for the podcast because what makes you hate flying, Moldy? It's just like okay. But first, we gotta talk about what is flying. Okay. <laughs> Cue the Vsauce music. <laughs> that's copyrighted. No, but basically, uh, yeah, on an airplane. That's the, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, like a commercial airplane. Obviously, coach. Nowhere near first class. Sure. As far from the front of the plane as possible. It's just okay. So okay, first let's talk about like my experience with flying. Flying, like this is gonna sound pretty pretentious, but like flying was How fun. Dare you? <laughs> 
God, New York is so difficult, Hafsa. Alright, flying was fun when I did it, like, the first couple times. Like, to, just to be clear, I don't fly that that often. Okay. But, yeah. like, I like honestly, most of my life, I didn't fly at all. Like, I'm trying to think, like, we flew from India when I was very young. Moved to America. And then, I, according to my... And then from there, we kind of drove around, actually. We lived in, like, New York. Then we drove all the way to California, which is, like, insane to me. Uh, we moved. And, like, from there, we moved, like, into different states every once in a while. But we always drove. And then I think the next time I flew on a plane, I was like in the sixth grade and we were visiting family. So we flew then. And that was like maybe four flights. So we flew like to one place. At that point? No, I didn't. I enjoyed it because I was a kid. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. We flew through a th- thunderstorm. All right. The plane was shaking. The people around me were worried. And I was having the time of my life because I'm a stupid kid who doesn't understand that I could die any second now. Okay. So what made you hate it then? Honestly, what happened was, okay, so then like after that, I don't think I flew for another like. 10 years. Semi-recently, my family and I decided to fly out and visit uh, the place we used to live a long time ago. We went out. We flew there. We, this is during winter vacation, like middle of, middle of winter, like right between Christmas and New Year's. All right. And then I got semi-sick. Got a bit of a cold. This is obviously before COVID. Because we have to COVID. I wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to fly at all. But I got a bit of a cold and the flight back was so miserable. I think it has forever tainted Every experience being on an airplane. That's because you had a cold, though. Wait a minute, you were sick. That, 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 what? What? But like, so I felt so bad. I got home. We got back like on New Year's night, and luckily, I don't give. Like, I don't care at all about staying up till midnight for New Year's. So I went straight to bed. Like at, I think it was eight p.m. I was just like out. You, so you were I, also sick, though. I was also right? sick. Yeah, it helped. Yes. But then here's the thing: the very next year, exactly one year later, which is like mind blowing to me, we flew again, and. Then too, I got sick. This time, I got sick. I, I got off. The, I got off the plane. I was totally fine. A day later, I was sick. I'm convinced that the plane made me sick, and so that kind of like ruined a bit of the trip for me. Then I flew back, and when I was flying back, I was just so like, I don't know, paranoid. Like I want to get sick again. It's gonna happen again. And I tried to enjoy myself. You just it, 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 it's like tainted. It's just tainted. That's all I can say. Like I wish I could explain it better, but that's it. Like every time I've, I've flown since. I've just been seeing they're like, oh, I, I hate this. I can't like, believe what I'm hearing right now, dude. Everything about flying has been ruined for me just because I, like, I got sick once. I can't believe what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> How do you even know you got sick because of the plane in the first place? Let's be honest. It's recycled air for like an eight-hour flight. <laughs> it's, it, the plane's book got me sick. No, no. Wait, that's not true at all, dude. When you travel to places, especially places that you haven't been to in a long time, it's so easy to get sick. It, okay, I agree. I don't, know how, you, I don't know how you would assume that. that from the plane. I mean, what the heck? Nah, dude, it's just like something about the plane. Just like, also, I think it's also because uh, it's just not novel anymore. That's also a huge factor. Like when I first flew, it was, it was crazy. It was fun. But like after the first flight, then you have like, like a two-hour layover, second flight. And then when you're flying back, it's like, I hate th- The process becomes way more mundane in a bit. And like you realize all the things you ignored before, like how cramped the seats are. That wasn't a problem before because you were so excited to be on a plane. And then like, Having to get your luggage and stuff was like a new experience. Like, oh, look at the ba- baggage going in a circle. Ooh, which for some reason was kind of cool. Listen, listen. If even if it beca- even if it lacks that, you still don't you don't you don't turn to hatred. You turn to like ap- like you just be- you just become like normal. Like, okay, whatever. It's a thing that I do. The yeah, apathetic. I have to do. Yeah, apathetic. Yeah, you don't become you don't turn to hatred. Like, I hate this thing. I hate flying. What the heck? That's that's like it's, a total. The thing is, like, I just like here's what I want. I want what they have in like. Have you ever seen, ever seen the? Uh, have you ever seen the movie The Fifth Element? No. Okay. Well, basically, they've seen that movie where they get on a plane, and then they lay down in these beds, 
and then they're, they're, everyone's like in a separate chamber. The chamber releases a gas, and they pass out. And then you wake up at your destination. That's what I want. I want that. That's a, stupid, that's the worst what, thing I've ever heard, dude. I tr- what the I heck? What if something happens in the middle? You can't do anything, dude. That's that's nightmare fuel. Have you seen the movie Passengers? I have not. What what is that? Oh, you haven't? Because uh, like you know, the, the, they're sleeping and then they wake and one guy wakes up accidentally. That's what's gonna happen. You wake up accidentally. You're like, what do I do? Oh, oh, that that one with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. Yeah. Okay, I thought Passengers. I was doing like a movie about a plane. This is like a space travel movie, right? But whatever, this, the concept is like they're sleeping yeah, yeah, and they're then asleep, he wakes yeah. up in the middle. No, listen, 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 listen. First of all, it wouldn't be for like 60 years or whatever it was in that movie probably. You wouldn't It'd know It'd be that. for like a couple hours. But the thing is like, I tried to get the work done and I just like every minor inconvenience, like every bump made it difficult to work. I'm just like, I try, I downloaded a bunch of movies beforehand thinking that I could just watch the movies to pass the time. But like something about being on an airplane is just so claustrophobic now. And I can't even enjoy myself watching a movie. Even though oh, I'll sit in a bed. How long was the flight? How long was the flight? It was probably like 12 hours. See, maybe that matters. Because it's, it's, that's like a decently long flight. It's not like It's really a pretty short. decently long flight, yeah. So, do you? but do you walk around? Do you move around? Is that... I do sometimes when I feel like it. Like, I'm like okay, I get up, go to the bathroom, get a walk in. Because I, I remember being on a, on a plane too. And first of all, my experience with flying is not hatred. It's not okay. purely apathetic either. It's kind of like, oh, it's there. It's kind of like, you know, it's not like... Do you it treat it as an inconvenience or a bit of an interesting experience? Interesting experience. I would never say it's an inconvenience. So you're more in the positive side then? Yeah, I'm definitely more in the positive side. But again, it depends on the aircraft you're on, how much space it is, and how long the flight is. And the food... Okay, one thing I'll say is I hate the food. I mean, I don't hate the food. I'm, I probably do hate the food. I hate the smell of the food. What is it about airline food that's just so bad? Like, I, I totally agree with you. You're totally right. I can't eat I've, the food because I've it supposedly heard... I supposedly heard that it has to do with like something to do with the altitude and the air pressure in the plane, because there's like artificially pressure the airplane so that you know you don't suffocate. And something about that messes up with your sense of smell and your sense of smell of taste. You know, what? It messes with your sense of smell and your sense of taste, and like that's why airline food always tastes terrible. Apparently, like, if you ate it like at like sea level, it would be too over seasoned and too flavorful because like they had to compensate for that. No, I'm not, even talking, I'm not even talking about eating it. I just can't get over the smell. It smells so bad. I just can't get over that. I, I could, if I scarf it down without smelling it, maybe it's possible. But I just, it's just the smell, dude. Ugh, it's terrible. But anyways, that's one thing. I had a terrible experience one time. What? Pinch your nose. Yeah, I had a terrible experience one time when there was pizza. I was like, oh, I love pizza. And then the smell was so bad. I had like nightmares on the smell, dude. I almost almost destroyed pizza for, for the rest of my life. But then I ate real pizza. I was like, never mind. Real pizza's good. <laughs> okay, but to my final experience, is not terrible. Um, but I definitely walk around. Like if if it's such a long flight and I get tired sitting, and you're right, in the beginning, in the beginning it's novel, and if you don't have much to do, then you get really bored easily. I mean, like I started watching Pirates of the Caribbean. You can probably get through like most of the movies and some of these flights, but you know, you get tired, you get bored. You don't you don't you don't really want to watch all the time. It's hard to sleep. People are all around you. That's it's the one experience. good thing is I was I've been when I was younger, this was much more difficult. But now I'm able to like sleep like anywhere, like okay. if I have to, and so that's that's what I do on flights. I just I go to sleep as soon as I can, and I just try to sleep through as much of the flight as possible. I'll wake up and be like, okay, we got another three hours left. I'll try to go back to sleep again. Like I just want to be knocked out the entire flight. Yeah, I I think um I, it's weird because when I first started and maybe because you're a kid, like you watch a lot of movies and TV. Basically, that's what it is. But nowadays, I'm like I'm more like I would like a nice little book right here and just start reading, you know. But some of these flights, they're like you know they're going across um time zones and then they will literally like turn the lights off in the cabin. Even though it's not really nighttime here, but they're trying to like you know get you to accustomed or something. 
I think I'm pretty sure that they try to make the flight stuff match the time zone that you're arriving in. I think that's how it works. Okay. So like it's it's a bit wonky because like yeah you look out they tell you like close the windows because if you open the windows like day outside yeah and they're trying to act outside. like it's nighttime. I remember one time where I was walking around and then this one flight attendant lady was like she was just she was just making like small chat right and I was like oh okay trying to get some water or whatever and then I see this dude this other flight dude coming out of this like coming climbing down his ladder I was like what the heck what's up there and she's like oh yeah that's where we sleep and stuff I was like what <laughs> no I don't know why I never assumed that they did that. You're totally right. I, right now, you just you've blown my mind. You're totally right. Yeah, of course they would have like nice, at least beds. And the guy said, the "Yeah, crew. the guy said, yeah, you can go check it out." I was like, "What, really?" So I really, I literally went up there and checked inside. And you got kidnapped. <laughs> you just trusted this guy. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I checked inside, and it was a nice. I mean, I didn't go inside. Like, I, I like peeked inside. Okay, it's like okay. I'm, I'm something okay. like. I I looked, and it was it was cr- it was cramped. Is what I'm saying. It's cramped. Like it's a small area, but there's definitely like like long cots there, if you will. And you can just sleep there, like lay down sleep. Oh, nice, nice. And I've never driven. I've never driven. I've never gone first class or business class or whatever. So I don't know the nice experience of those guys. You know, chilling in there. I, did you see this video? Like, I think Casey Neistat made a video on a. I don't know what airline it was. I think it was Emirates or something. But he was like, a ten thousand dollar whatever seat or whatever, and he's literally like, what is? It's not even an airplane anymore. It's like it's like a little hotel room or something. <laughs> on a plane, yeah. It's crazy. I can't believe that. Yeah. They give you like bathrobes and like nice soap and what. It's like what? This is the airplane, right? Like, <laughs> am I supposed to live here? That's how I experience flying, I guess. Okay, what about turbulence? How how scared are you? How scared are you about turbulence? Oh, I have. That's one thing. I don't have any fear of flying. It's luckily I don't know why, but like, I've never been bothered by it. turbulence. Stuff, like, I'm sure it's totally normal. It happens all the time, probably. Have as you ever been scared like, of like the natural elements or anything when you're like driving or flying or skiing? You know what? Not really. You're right. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, and that's already a, been a concern of mine. I'm trying to think, okay, have I? Honestly, the closest I've ever gotten to that was like one time I had this like, I don't know, how, this is going to make it sound like I'm insane or mentally unstable. Uh, it's but, okay, I, already, I already think that. <laughs> of course you do. You know me best, Hamza. <laughs> but it was, uh, I was driving, I, I don't know why, I got my head like, if I nuke went off right now, what would I do? What and like I, I, I started spiraling, like driving on the highway, I was just spiraling, thinking about like how would I reach my family? And stuff like a nuclear uh, explosion occurred. It's like that—that's the closest thing I can think of. And even that's like man-made at the end of the day, you know. At the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the at the end of the end of the day, it's over, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, but okay. Because uh, the reason I ask this is because when I go on turbulence too, I, I also don't feel that much. Sometimes I'm like, whoa, okay, it's getting a little much, but I, you know, it's whatever. But I remember, I distinctly remember one time we were driving. I don't know where we were. I don't know what country. Or, I mean, I mean, what country? Well, I don't know what state we were, or whatever. But we were driving. And it was dark. So we can't see anything outside. Not really. And I shouldn't have been thinking this, but I remember think I remember seeing this one. It was on Reddit, some subreddit, where they showed it was dark, right? And mm-hmm. it was raining or something. And the lightning flashed, and it's like three tornadoes out there. You just you can't see them, but when the lightning flashed, all of a sudden you could see them. Oh, that's terrifying. That's, that's awful. nightmare fuel, right? So I'm 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 just I'm still chilling in the backseat. I'm we're driving me and my family on this road and there's some other cars there but it's very sparse not really and there's a there's, there's like a thunderstorm going on you can hear thunder and i'm like oh i'm chill no i'm chill i'm chill the whole time like it's whatever it's fine it's fine and then i'm like i can kind of see like the lightning there's a lot of lightning going on i'm like are we heading directly toward the lightning for some reason i was like what what why are we doing this um so i kind of just like that i got i got kind of scared i was like oh dude, this is this is actually scary but uh you know we got through it fine so it's it's chill <laughs> 
But still, I was looking for the tornadoes. Is what I'm saying. When the lightning flash, I was looking for tornadoes. Even though I don't think we're anywhere near the tornado, or whatever. But still, you never know. You never know, dude. The, when that creeps me out when thinking about driving in the dark, is this one story? Which I'm sure is fake. I'm sure it's like made up. But that's one of the things like it's ingrained in my head now forever. Is it like a guy's talking about how he's driving in the middle of the night, and he comes across what looks to be like some kind of car accident where like there's like two bodies on the floor and the car is like off okay. on the side crashed or it looks like it's crashed it's still running but the doors are open and stuff and then he just remembers looking at it and for some reason he chooses like i'm gonna drive past it then get out like that was his, that's what his rationale was okay and like as he starts driving past it he looks in his room and like both those people were like perfectly fine standing up and running at the car and it's just like and then suppose that you know also like there are more people all of a sudden like, coming out from the sides of because it was the middle of the forest kind of deal. Oh my god, yeah, that like, could be real. Dude, that could easily be real. That could easily be real. That's why it's so horrifying. It's like if he had chosen to get out of the car and then check on them, dead, like gone, never to be seen or heard from again. Oh, but because yeah. he was just like I'm gonna drive past and then get out. That that could have saved his life. This I think this is a common story. Like, there's stories about like eggs where people throw eggs at windshields, and then the the correct thing is to not move your wiper because if you move your wiper it'll make it more difficult for you to see which means you mm-hmm. kind of have to stop and get rid of it but then that's when they strike you, you have to get past that zone i don't know it's doesn't look like really scary things out there which people have done. didn't know that now i'm horrified of that too thanks <laughs> yeah well it's a scary place but anyways are uh, you talking about I, I have one more story with the lightning thing this is no i'm talking about like how as when i was a, i mentioned earlier that flight where i was a kid and there's like a ton of turbulence yeah right? and like i just didn't care because i was a kid and dumb. I just, I just remembered because I was like, I was in the window seat, and I would open the window, and I would look out, and I would see a lightning flash. I wouldn't see lightning, but I could see the flash of lightning outside the window. And I, I, was, I turned to my dad like, "Hey, dad, look at this! It's so cool!" And my dad was not happy. My dad was not <laughs> happy about that. Oh man, if you're with someone that's really scared of flying, like I was with my aunt one time, she's really scared of flying. Like I could just tell she was like, she doesn't want to think about. It. But then she, she says something that was really interesting. She's like, you know, if you go, we go. It's kind of like. You know, she accepted she's, it. She's, yeah, she's already accepted the fact that she's going to die on a plane. It's fine. Whatever. Which is, it's, a, it's a good way to think because, you know, you, it's it's at one point, it's good to stress and it's good to be like worried so you're on constant alert. But at one, also, at the, at the other point, it's like worrying too much is also a mistake. So you learn to It's definitely a case yeah. of like, what can you do about it? If you can't do anything about the situation, then like, it's not worth worrying about. Like, you're going to worry because of human instinct and all that. But yeah. like, if, if the plane's going to go down, you're not going to save the plane. You're not going to magically jump out the window and start flying. To save yeah. yourself, that's not how it's gonna work. No, suddenly everyone starts praying. Like you, you, could, you could hear people be like, "Oh God, help me!" or something. It's like they need. Oh the, God, you know. did you? Did you I, I assume you didn't because you're like a normal human being and don't watch this stuff. Did you hear? There's a recent plane crash that happened. I think in Indonesia. Oh, it was not an Indonesian Malaysian flight. Was right? oh, it Malaysian? No, this is that was like a long time ago. The Malaysian no, flight. No, that one. Th- that, that was a long time ago. The flight disappeared. Like no one, it was never found. Right? Yeah. Not that one. This is the one where like it crashed semi recently. Like I believe everybody passed away in this one. Oh, no. But someone was literally live streaming when it happened. Oh, like it's, I think I saw it's that. It's them. They're totally fine. They're like, hey, uh, and then you hear like something, like a loud bang. And then you just hear like, it just, the second the plane hits the ground, dead silence, like instantly dead silence. And honestly, that's like, it's so horrifying how fast it goes silent. At first I thought like, I think maybe I saw a different video, but I think it was like Nepalese or something. And the guy was talking about it too. And the, you can see the phone, you can see the phone like flying in the air and whatnot. Like I mean, in the plane, but like you know, f- mm-hmm. flying because he like obviously dropped it or something. Yeah. And then uh, then the crash happened and yeah. No, it just, it goes dead silent, and it's like somehow that was like usually when you watch a video like somebody being stupid, like if they're driving a car or they're going too fast and they crash, 
the first thing you speaking here is like someone going like what the hell dude or like someone screaming but the fact that it goes like from screams to dead silence is like so horrifying i kind of just i was hoping like oh maybe the uh the microphone just got damaged and so they just cut out the audio but like you can hear like the fire and the rubble in the background Oof. yeah it's, that's why you, you gotta be careful but you know it, apologies a, for anybody who's like either a afraid of flying and now is, knows about this or b who's currently listening to this on a flight if you should be warning beforehand don't listen to this on flights unless you're crazy that's after the fact now okay yeah it's a bit too late isn't it Okay, so this is relatively recent news. It wouldn't surprise me if they decide like they're no longer going through with this. But it's also another thing where I'm surprised it took so long for it to happen. What am I talking about? I'm talking about AMC theater seats. Do you know what I'm referring to, Hamza? Do you know where I'm going with this? I uh, no, I don't. Okay. So AMC is now going to start trying this new thing where they're going to charge different amounts of money for different seats in the theater. So better seats are going to cost more. So like if you're, if you're like a better seats. Mm, okay. When I first heard it, my knee jerk reaction was like, oh, it's terrible. Why? And then my second reaction was, how is this not, this is 100% going to be a thing. And how does it not happen sooner? Yeah, this makes kind of like perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Especially since like now most theaters provide like you book seating. Like obviously beforehand, you bought a ticket. You walked in and you sat wherever you could find a seat. But nowadays, like you book, you book a specific seat when you buy a ticket. Yeah. And so, of course, why wouldn't they charge more for better seats? It just makes complete sense. Even though I hate it. Because okay, here's, here's the ideal situation. And therefore, the unrealistic one. <laughs> which is, they're going to charge the best seats are going to cost the same as a normal ticket. And the worst seats are going to be cheaper. Yeah, that's what's, the best case. That's not going to yeah, happen, though. What's going to happen is the worst seats are going to become standard price. And all the good seats are going to have a premium on top yep. of them. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen, too. Would you pay that premium? Yeah. Yeah, I think most people I'm would. I'm 100% part of the problem, but I would. Because like, if I want to go to a theater, I'm just going to go to a theater, you know? Like, I'm not going to sell well, how it for much, a How seat. much money is too much for a theater, though? Because they're getting pretty pricey these days. They are. But to be fair, at that point, I just wouldn't go to a theater. I wouldn't pay for a subpar theater experience. I'd just be like, okay, I'm not going to a the theater then. If I can't get a good seat, I'm not going to the theaters, period. So it's an all or nothing kind of deal for me. Like, the middle price doesn't exist. True, but would you even? Well, okay. So let's say the tickets right now cost like around fifteen bucks. Is that fair? Yeah, that's about how much it costs. Yeah, and the premium might jump it up to like eighteen or twenty bucks even. Mm-hmm. Isn't twenty bucks a lot for the experience? Twenty twenty would be too much. Twenty would be like it's not worth going to a theater for twenty bucks. Yeah, I feel like eighteen. Eighteen is pretty steep, but I think I I might be willing to do it for like a movie I'm really, for a movie I'm really looking forward to. I guess it depends on how premium, like which seats are the like most premium. The, the last movie you saw, or the last movie we saw together, I, I, I don't think I, if I'd known going in, I wouldn't have paid the fifteen bucks we paid. Oh but, no way, yeah. But I think like I definitely would have paid a premium for that. But then like, oh, would I pay for? I still don't know what movie I'd want to see in theaters. I guess Avatar the, two. No, no. I'm kidding. Uh, so I, I probably the Mario movie. Like if I wanted to go watch the Mario movie in theaters, I might, I might pay a premium, like the eighteen bucks. To watch that. Wow, really? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that movie because it. The thing about Illumination movies is that they're pretty boring story-wise, but they always look so good. They always look nice. It looks amazing, and, so, and it yeah, has it a lot strange. of high-profile actors in there. So mm, that's kind of a whatever to me, honestly. 
Well, it's something that's something to take, to take into consideration to me. So like Chris, like Chris Pratt and uh, Jack Black, and I'm sure other people too. But those guys are like big boy <laughs> names. <laughs> like, Is the only two you know? Those are big what boy about, names. Uh, uh, Keenan Thompson, Jane Toad. Uh, I'd have to see a picture of him, but I probably recognize him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but okay, here, here's the thing. Okay, first of all, Avatar two. Oh, just a quick... uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Okay, that's a good lot to me. Here's just a quick ta- uh, tangent to Avatar two. Oh you know, my god! Okay. I just quickly checked out their box office again. Okay. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm curious, right? How good are they really doing? Like all uh, time, I'm assuming. Yeah, or... of all time, of all time. Yeah, worldwide, all time. And la- I don't know if we talked about this podcast, but they are in the fourth right now, fourth in the world. He goes Avatar, then a- 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 Avengers Endgame, then Titanic, then Avatar: The Way of Water. And then, if you want to know a little more, three Star of those Wars, are James Cameron movies. Yeah, yeah. Then Star Wars Episode Seven, Avengers: Infinity War, Spider Man: No Way Home, Jurassic World, The Lion King, and the tenth one is the Avengers. It's so crazy to me how, like, Avatar and Titanic are the odd ones out to me in there, out of the top five, Why just is that? because. Because they're the first of a series. Oh, okay. I find that to be so interesting. Because, like, of course, Endgame was, like, 10 years of build-up of insanely popular movies. So, of course, people are going to buy a theater ticket to see the end of the saga, right? But Avatar, like, Avatar is just a movie. Titanic is just a movie. And yet, those two are up there. And those are James Cameron, once again. Like, the man's good at what he does, I guess. Yeah, these movies are really well. And Avatar The Way of Water, right now, it's at 2.2... This is billion, two point two billion dollars. Yep. And Titanic is at two point two billion dollars. So I'm feeling that most likely Avatar: The Way of Water is going to beat. Well, Titanic keep too. in mind, Titanic is being re-released soon in oh, theaters. Oh, okay. For like a fiftieth anniversary or something of the. No, no, that can't be right. Uh, how long has it been since Titanic sank? Hundred something years passed recently. Dude, don't ask I don't, me. Man. I, I don't, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's the anniversary of the movie or the actual disaster. Okay. But it's kind of weird for if it was the actual disaster. I feel like. But no, it's you know you gotta gotta, gotta keep remembering, I guess. I, I guess, but yeah, but whatever the reason may be, they're gonna re-release it in theaters, and that counts in the all-time. That's why Avatar is number one again. Some people might be like, "Oh, I thought Avengers Endgame was number one," and it was when it came out. It it reached number one, but then they re-released Avatar one semi-recently, and that pushed it back up to number one again. Avatar one is at two point nine, almost to three billion. Endgame is at two point seven nine, so like two point eight, pretty much. Yeah, that re-release did really well, actually. But these guys, the the rest, Titanic, uh, Avatar: The Way of Water, Star Wars, etc., they're all just hitting two million, or sorry, two billion, like two point two billion. They're not even close to Endgame and Avatar. Oh, so there's a big gap between first and second. A and massive the gap, rest. huge gap. Like a gap of like I don't know, like six hundred, seven hundred million dollars. Like <laughs> that's not like I don't know if that's petty cash in the movie business, but no, that's a lot. That's a lot. Okay, back to the what we we're talking about. <laughs> right. So yeah, the seats. Right. Yeah, so I looked a bit more into it. The details are still semi-vague, of course, because I don't think they've even finalized anything yet. It definitely hasn't rolled out or anything. But from what I can tell from the interviews is the seats that are the closest to the screen are the low-quality ones. Those are the lower-priced ones. Yeah, yeah. They should be lower than even standard price, in my opinion. Yeah, you don't think they're worth 15 bucks? Yeah, I know, because it's it's a terrible experience. They should be worth like 10 bucks. And then the the thing is like the the way it's phrased is the seats in the middle will be the premium ones. They're the ones that will cost more. And the rest of the seats will be whatever. What I can't seem to figure out is what middle refers to. If middle is just distance from the screen, like back, row by row, or if it's middle as in also from the sides. So is it just the whole oh, middle yeah, column? Yeah. 
Or is it just the square smack in the middle? Yeah, I would assume it's like the square, or like, maybe not a square, maybe like a bigger area, but around the middle, middle. So yeah. not near the walls to the sides, yeah, nor not too close to the back or the front. Yeah, because uh, to the to the sides, that's not really amazing seats. It's really yeah. the middle seats that are like the best seats. The ones in the top might be good too, but that's still well, that's a little far now. So you know, it's. Uh, I yep, just wonder so how much money are they gonna gain from this? It feels like I feel like yeah, it's a good idea because it makes sense. But like, are they really gonna gain that much money? Are people really willing to spend so much money? Honestly, it might just be like a way to hide a price increase due to inflation or something. Yeah, like it could also just be a way to take a tactic to hide the price change behind this other change. Yeah, like they were true. gonna raise the prices anyways. It's just, this kind of makes it more obfuscated what the price increase actually was. Do you know if any other theaters like Century Twenty Five or other ones are like following? Uh, as far as I'm aware, Cinemark hasn't said anything. Is this an AMC decision? AMC is also the ones who got really upset when was it Warner Warner Brothers said that they're going to release all their movies simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max. They're also the ones that got upset about that. Which is makes sense. It's totally understandable. I'm kind of annoyed that it basically worked because now HBO Max has completely you know ditched that idea. It did. It apparently didn't work really well. I guess it. It it makes sense too. Why? Because like it looks. It makes every movie they release look like it did poorly in theaters. Because I don't think the box office numbers include watches at home through streaming yeah. services. I don't even know how so, you would consider that, you know. Yeah, so it just becomes like, it just makes it look like all their movies just didn't perform well in theaters. Because I would 100% watch it at home instead of in theaters. Depending on the movie, though. Depending on the movie. Depending on the movie. I watched The Batman in theaters with you and a friend of ours. But, yeah, for most of them, it was like, oh, I'll check this out when it comes out on streaming. Oh, it's the same Wait, day as the theaters? Batman, the Batman was not simulcast. It was, it was like a couple weeks after, oh. right? You're right, you're right, you're right, my bad. But the Batman came out in January, which was right after they stopped. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was confused because I remember my father watched it on uh, HBO Max. So I kind of just assumed it was the same day or close, but no, you're right. It came afterwards. Yeah. That cost them a Christopher Nolan movie, by the way. I don't know if I ever told you that or if I mentioned it on the podcast. Like Christopher Nolan, who's, I think all of his major movies have been, or at least the, you know, the big budget movies have all been through Warner Brothers. Okay. And his most recent movie that's going to come out soon, Oppenheimer, he Ooh. left. He he went to I think Century Fox, I believe, was the studio behind that one, because he was upset about the simulcast decision. Wow, really? He specifically voiced this just like because he he feels like a lot of directors seem to have this sentiment. They feel like watching it at home is a trade off. Like it's trade off in terms of convenience, but then you aren't getting the proper experience that the director directors want you to get. Yeah. When watching, they want you to be ideally in a theater. Yeah. David Lynch has gone off. Like, he can go, go in such of interviews where he goes off on people if they say they watched his movie like on a phone. He fucking loses it when they say that. Dude, it's kind of annoying to me because I know they make these movies specifically for theaters, but in my opinion, even even that they do a terrible job on. Like, no offense, but like some <laughs> a lot of, some of these yeah. movies, some of these movies, some of them, not all of them. Okay, I won't say almost all of them because obviously when I'm watching it at home in my tiny screen in my in my terrible sound quality system, like there's nothing, there's no sound quality, there's no speakers. This is like it, directly into the TV. You know, it's nothing special, a- and there's no there's no amazing acoustics. When I listen to it, it's I can't hear what they're saying, and it's so dark and blah blah. It's not a great viewing experience. But obviously, no no no, because they want you to watch it in the theaters. Okay, fine. I'll go to the theaters. I watch it in theaters. It's still trash. Like I mean, in, in that sense, like in, in the sense of, like viewability and understanding and listening and stuff and i don't know what i don't know why they make it specifically for theaters and they get upset when people don't watch in theaters like what do you what do you mean i have to know is there a way i can make it so that when i'm watching a movie the explosions and the action scenes are the same volume level to my ear as the dialogue 
I saw a video on this with a. I cannot remember who anymore, but it's one of those you know sciencey channels like Veritasium or something, mm-hmm. or and they talked about this specific, exact case, which okay. is how how come the volume is so loud there and how and how to make it. And the lady who was talking to was one of the people that did this, like figure out. And she was talked this about. Vox? Fox? Was this Vox Vox's video oh, on like was, why was, movies nowadays uh, oh, have yeah, subtitles? I, th- I think it was Vox. Yeah, it was Vox. It was Vox. And uh, and 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 but she said specifically that you know they tried to attenuate you know the dialogue and this stuff, but you have to keep the lows lows and the highs highs or something like that. Some yeah, stuff see, I want to cancel that out. I want all that gone. I don't want the lows to be low, the highs to be high. I don't care if they're whispering. I don't care if they're yelling. Make that the same volume to my ear. I don't care. Give me that option at least in my my TV. I want it to be compressed. I want to compress it to go over it live. Like on <laughs> on the fly. I, I think she was saying that some actors, like, speak really low, and he said she said uh, some of the people spoke so low that other, the other actors couldn't even hear them. But it works perfectly fine in the movies because they can, you know, up Bump it. it up. Yeah, it sounds fine. But that's kind of the way that they're acting and the way they feel. They can't really say it in that in that way, you know, because the way you talk is also the way you're gonna change. You might change your acting by the way you're talking too, right? Yeah, totally, totally. So, it's a tough. Some, I guess people tough, have natural like l- loudness. Like I've talked about this so many times to you like i have a loud voice and it's it's terrible but like i remember when i was a kid we would give like presentations in front of the class and i could never understand why the people who would constantly be commented on by the teacher like hey speak up people in the back can't hear you speak up always always i was like how hard is it to talk loud it's so easy to talk loud and like it's because you're a kid and you're an idiot like some people just have like softer quieter voices naturally yeah, well, also people are, and I guess in that case, they're also shy to talk louder. Yeah, you know, I'm sure the shyness a, also matters. But even me, like when I was nervous, I was always able to project my voice very easily. Sure, yeah. Because it's like for some reason, I don't know why, this, like the anatomy of my my vocal cords or something, I guess, or the, my lungs, I don't know where exactly things went terribly wrong for me, where I could just be very loud without trying to that's be. Not, that's not a bad thing. It's just a mild inconvenience when everyone in your lecture hall looks at you and always tells you to stop talking. And, we, and I'm thinking, we're not talking that loud. But they're like, no, no, every single time, no matter what. No matter what lecture, no matter which room, it's always, yo, can you shut the heck up, dude? We're trying to listen to the lecture. <laughs> God, people are going to think you're exaggerating. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no exaggeration. And we're trying, I'm not, I, I thought we were light. We're way in the back. We're chilling, you know, nah. It, it, you're being kind by saying us. It's me. It's always me. It's my voice. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. It's chill. So I think it's a tough problem for these people to make these this sound really good. But I'm thinking I'm thinking the sound is still bad even in theaters. Like if you try if you try, if you're trying to make it good even for the if, for theaters, right? And it's bad because in home videos it's not that. I mean, it's not even that great in theaters. I don't know who you're trying to play at. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, the thing is they want to make it the way they make it, and they want to have control. Like they know what setup theaters typically have, and so they can create the experience they want even if that experience to you is bad. Like, they want you to get the experience they want, which is why the comment I made earlier about the TV and how I wanted to change the audio levels, yeah. a director would look at me with pure disgust. Pure contempt in their eyes if they heard me say that in front of them. That's a bit unfortunate. Like, they want to have full control over the experience. And so knowing what sound system and what projectors are being used to create that experience, they can adjust and accommodate for that. But they can't accommodate for every TV every sound system in the yeah. world that someone has at home or what the latest iPhone or latest smartphone has. Half the time I go to the theater is like for the experience, you know, for the enjoyment, but also for, for the bigger screen, not for the better quality sound. I don't even consider, I don't, I don't consider going to the theater for a better quality sound. Honestly, I don't, even though I'm, I'm talking like I, my T my, like the, the, the computer or whatever that I used to watch shows and whatnot it is, I can told you it's not amazing. It's, it's really old and it's whatever, but I like the quality here. It seems so much nicer than, 
in the theater sometimes. Sometimes, not sometimes. Okay, sometimes. I'm talking about sometimes. Like talking about I, I think, visual quality. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about audio quality. Visually, it's always better in the theater, but uh, like because my setup is not amazing. But the audio audio wise, I'm saying not always because they do something with the bass or whatever. It's just it's not for me. I guess I just don't <laughs> I, like it. That I much. guess what you're saying is your your sound system or whatever you're using is probably because of your laptop are just yeah. not good enough to provide the bass that the it's supposed to have, and that works better for you. And it sounds be- It sounds better to me. I do dislike how much how bassy some things are, especially explosions in theaters. I hate how bassy they are. You know what I just watched recently? Literally watch yesterday. Recently? Well, I skimmed through it. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Really? You should have skimmed through it, man. You ruined it. Why did you skim through it? I'm, I watched I'm upset it now. I watched it now. This is this is a, that was a, it was a rewatch. That's why I watched it a long time ago. Okay. And I just wanted to I just want because I remember this is not really part of the discussion, but I remember I remember I remember watching it a long time ago and thinking that it's an alright movie. And I was, uh-huh. was nothing special or anything, but then I'm like, why does everyone? Why so many memes about it? Why do people love it or whatever? Like, I don't get it. Like, well, maybe maybe people don't love it, but there's so many people talking about it. So I was like, let me just rewatch it, see what's up. But I had to skim through it because here's the thing. I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna say you you have a worse opinion of the movie now than you did before. <laughs> How'd you know? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. No, but but okay, okay. Well, before I even get to that, I had to skip through a lot of the fight scenes. Some of them were good, but some of them were way too long and way too dramatic. And it, it, it's good. It's a good idea, but it's too long. And I can only do too much. And the reason why I didn't like it that much was like, maybe I was really young when I watched it, which I wasn't. But when, when I watched it now, I was like, wait a minute, this guy's a terrible person. <laughs> like, Oh, I, yeah, 100%. Scott Pilgrim is a bad person. You're not supposed to think of Klaus K- Scott Pilgrim isn't supposed to be like a... Like, they can be likable, but they're not, they're not a good person. <laughs> like, they're, the way I, I have to say it is, you can't say he means well. Only that he tries not to mean bad, if that makes sense. But what I will say is Michael Sarah's acting is top-notch. Michael guy's the best actor for this type of role. Like, seriously. He fits Scott Pilgrim very well, yes. And Chris Evans is in that movie. What the heck? Yeah. Dude, did I tell you about... I think I told you way back on the podcast, too. When they re-released the movie in theaters for, like, the 10-year uh, anniversary for the movie, or for the... I think the movie. The poster, it's just, it's just Chris Evans' face. He's like center <laughs> really? of the entire puzzle. Yeah, yeah. It's just Chris Evans. That's sad. That's actually sad. He's like barely in the movie. He's not even like the main character. He's in there for like five minutes, dude. He has five uh, minutes of screen time. Uh, that's Lucas hilarious. Lee. Good character, though. There's a lot, and then I, but the nice thing is, there's a lot of memes that come from that movie. So I was just really funny watching these again. I'm like, oh, haha, hilarious. There's, I'm, I don't know, the dialogue is good. The writing is, some of the writing is really well, like written, you know. And the themes are, in, the themes are actually very good, right? Like, Did Edgar write? Was that that was Edgar Wright on the writing team too, right? I know you won't know. I don't know who that is. Is he famous? He's a famous director. I'm trying to remember if he was also part of writing. Yep, Edgar Wright was on the screenplay. Yep, that that scans. Sure, but the thing is, for me, the movie was still good. Like I didn't hate it, but it was the fight scenes were too long. The story kind of didn't make sense near the end. I I felt like they were going to like two different directions. They kind of just Gave up or that something? is what happened, by the way. The, if, if you what? should look it up. The, the ending of the movie was changed because audiences were unhappy with the original ending. And so they changed like, the very last scene of the movie. They reshot it. What's and the original just, ending? It in. Original ending? Spoiler, I guess. Uh, he goes with uh, knives. Oh my god, really? Yeah, he goes with knives and Ramona walks away and that's it. But that scene where he like turns around and goes back for Ramona was stitched at the very end of the movie to appease, uh, to appease the audience. You're kidding. No, you can look it up. You can find I, the original I, original shot and everything too. Like it was I, all edited and ready to go. 
I think I think in the movie uh, itself, they really fo- this centered a lot around Ramona and him, so it kind of made more sense in the flow. Like it didn't seem like Knives was that like she got kind of added back in in the in the, in the end. Like, she wasn't really that much in the middle, I guess. Um, but I don't know. They felt like now I I need you to read the graphic novels now. I need you to oh, this is no, short. Dude. This is short. You get to this Watchmen. Is this the is this Watchmen again? Oh, good. I can't. I don't remind me. I'm so annoyed that you didn't finish Watchmen either. I still have it, by the way, right here. If you want to see, it. I, still I know. Have it right I can here. see it. I can right. see it behind you, Hamza. Right here. You can even see where I stopped reading it. Like I'm like near the middle. Oh my god! Just finish it, dude. Literally right near the middle. I can't finish it, dude. I'm sorry. I I tried a couple of times. It's 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 terrible. <laughs> like, like, oh, I mean, dude, dude. <laughs> say psych. Say psych. I, I don't. I don't mean the plot is terrible. I'm not saying the plot is terrible. It's a terrible reading experience. That's what I meant. If this no, was a book, that ends, that ends it, our podcasting careers right there. All right, see you guys. If, if this was a book or a novel format, I think I would, I would do better, like without the pictures or anything. Did you not watch better. the uh, HBO Max thing I recommended? No, 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 I haven't watched any media on Watchmen at all. All right, try, I guess I guess if you're not if you're really not gonna read the the damn book, then try watching the HBO Max like animated version of it. It's like like I said, it's very basic animation, but the fact that it's more passive will probably help you. It's not through lack of trying. I literally tried to read the, read this graphic. No, I just couldn't. It's not. It's definitely not for me. I told you if they just had well, the book. the problems the problems you had with Watchmen will not apply to Scott Pilgrim. I guarantee you. Okay. All right. That's a good sign. How, how many How many graphic novels are there for Scott Pilgrim? There's six volumes, but they're not that long. Like I said, they're not. They're not. You could probably read all six volumes faster than you could read the one issue of Watchmen, or the one copy of okay. Watchmen. All right. I'd recommend the color versions if you're if you're actually gonna go through with it. I'd recommend the color versions, even though the originals were black and white. Do the color ones. All right, racist. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right, that's Hamza. oh really, Hamza? You aren't actually accusing me of being a racist? <laughs> it's like that Jake and Josh scene. Are you calling me a liar? Well, I ain't calling you a truth. <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's end it. All let's right. This is like a third outro. Okay. Bye, guys. See you later, alligators.